We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out bluewirepods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Uh, we are on Prediction Esports, and we have a couple topics to talk about. I'm TK Breeze. This is Austin. Uh, today is May 6th, and we will be talking about some of the stuff that happened over the last week. Uh, one of those things being Evo uh, being canceled, and then, of course, uh, a lot of more a lot more online stuff uh, has been happening. But yeah, man, I'm TK. This is Aussie. How you been? I'm good, man. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Play some Smash. Trying to learn how to play Byleth again. Byleth? It's been a while. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. You were messing around. My, yeah, she was my hard secondary, but then... I don't know. I just stopped playing for a while, so now I'm like relearning Byleth all over again. And uh, I mean, she's you know she's cool, she's cool, better than Marth, but Marth is just hey, come you know, on, man. I, I think Marth, I think Marth can work. It's just maybe not in an online environment, and maybe not when Lucina exists. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of maybe nots, you know, <laughs> some some what ifs, you know, here. But unfortunately, right now. Uh, just he just doesn't pop. So <laughs> I just want to see the hype t- tilts. That's all I want to see, man. Give me those tips. Though, yeah, well, yeah. Honestly, that's all I, I need to is just you know make my tipper a little better. So mm. anyway, as I said on the docket, man. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with what uh, is first. Also, we have the Twitter questions too. So don't forget about the Twitter questions. There was a few that came out. Uh, so we're gonna slide through these first few topics pretty easily. Evo being canceled. Aussie, uh, what can you say about that, man? So, um, for those that are unaware, Evo, uh, they just made, uh, Mr. Wiz made an announcement last week saying that Evo is no longer happening. Uh, 
for due reason, it's gonna it's coming up close. It's gonna be in August, and I don't think uh, with the quarantine and everything in the pandemic, I don't think they're gonna allow uh, an event of that magnitude to be able to run. So instead of postponing it, because I'm sure it'd be really hard to postpone something like that, they decided to make the choice to cancel the offline event and make it online. And ever since that announcement came to light, there have been a constant barrage of memes about online tournaments just in general, because like, like the biggest one being like every game on the Evo lineup has terrible netcode in comparison to the rollback one. So I, I just wanted to get everyone's thoughts on, you know, what, what's going on with that? Because I, I honestly think it's going to be weird, right? Because if, if you win Evo this year, are you an Evo champion? You count, do you count the Smash Ultimate winner this year at Evo and Evo Champion along the likes of like MK Leo? Uh, I mean, it's definitely going to be dampened. Uh, probably not. Uh, and that kind of sucks because, you know, you're still winning something prestigious. It's just unfortunately it's under terms that you probably wouldn't want to win them under and terms that you may not be able to win them under if, if it was offline. But who knows, you know? But the real issue is just like, yeah, I mean, like we're doing the best we can. And unfortunately, the best we can do is like, nothing you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> all of our all of our wi-fis are so ass it's just like there's nothing we can do but play wi-fi and then it's just tarnished and it, it seems like it's causing more problems than uh it, it's helping as of right now but i don't know what else we would be doing um you know what i mean like i, I don't really know another way to uh make smash still have this view base still look competitive while we're all not going to tournaments right now so yeah i don't know man it's just like you kind of got to take what you can get and unfortunately, for almost every tournament, uh, they're doing exactly that. You know, we're taking what we can get with, um, we're, we're taking what we can get with uh, like Pound. We just did Pound. We're taking what we can get with Evo. We're taking what we can get with any of these tournaments that went from offline to being online. Mm. Uh, there's rumors about Evo being an invitational as well to try to like, because the, there's been no official announcement if you can just enter the Evo online tournament or not. The details are very scarce currently. So, mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts on it being invitational, being open ended? Like, what would you prefer? I mean, how many uh, people would be in the invitational? I don't like, know. Are we? You know, is it like a sixty-four man bracket for every game? Is it a one twenty-eight man bracket for every game? Two sixty-five, uh, two fifty-six, or whatever. Mm. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like I could probably get down with like a a one twenty-eight uh, invitational for every game. But you would have to to stretch that over. However, me is even online just one day. That's another question, right? I, I feel like it's not going to be because they are running a million games. Granted, in theory, they have infinite setups, so yeah. that that's no longer an issue, and they can run as many games as they want as long as they have the staff to do it. Um, I would hope that it would not be a one-day event because it's always. I would like to still keep the uh, Sunday top eight thing going on. Like I, I think even without the prestige of being in the arena, I think it's really hyped to just have that one day that people who normally don't watch fighting games or Smash or competitive at all, or they'll watch once a year, can tune in. Because, you know, Evo is like the Super Bowl of fighting games. Like, people come in that normally don't even watch, you know, this stuff, and they come in on a Sunday and watch all the games, make it a day event. People invite people over to their house to watch, and it's like they're not, they don't even compete in any of the games. They just want to watch. So I, I feel like that, I'm, I'm hoping that energy is still there on Sunday, even if, granted, even if it's, it is online. Yeah, I I mean, it's rough, bro. Like it just unfortunately, uh it's the hand that we're dealt, you know. It's not even it's not even the community's fault, obviously. It's just, right. you know, 
the it's the uh, it's the world's fault, if you will. Uh, most likely, the president's fault for not having a better uh, inter, you know reaction to the fact that COVID yeah. is a big issue. But you know, I'm not going to put all the blame on him. There are definitely still people out here who are who are continuing to act like COVID is not in America right now. People are not dying and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's 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 America's fault. Bro, <laughs> Bro I hear tough. I hear like twenty ambulances a day outside my apartment. Like, like, and that is not normal. So, like, yeah. but I'm in New York City. I'm in like where it's worse. But like everywhere else, I I understand what people think. It's not. I'm getting off topic. Let's get off that topic real quick. Let's go back. That's to just Evo. all right. Let's yeah, let's yeah, go let's back to Evo. <laughs> so Evo's canceled. We're going online. Uh, I. I don't have really high hopes for it, but it's again, I'm in the, the boat of it's the best we can do. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, moving think, on the next quarantine. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I think it has potential to be funny, funny and fun. Like if they make it like kind of like silly esque or maybe like if they, comical. If, <sighs> like, dep- like I, I feel like right now the, the biggest thing with Evo being canceled and going online is that, yeah, pretty much everyone who wins that may not have won before is not going to be, it's going to be tarnished. So yeah. if you've never won an Evo before, or you've never even been in a top eight before, like it's going to be tarnished, and everyone's going to be, you know, yeah, well, it was online, blah blah blah, for every game, pretty much, too. For so years, it's it's not good. Like imagine, like you won that Evo, and then ten years later, you're like I'm an Evo champion. Yeah, but that was the online one, right? You know, yeah. like, uh, but we'll see they're what gonna, happens. They have to mail you. They have to mail you your uh, your badge or your uh, your your medal. They better not so. have the letter P on it anywhere. Jeez. Well, the champion, man. That's what it is. All right. Uh, moving on. We got the quarantine series going random characters. Okay. So the next quarantine major is forcing everyone to go random. Um, how do you feel about that? I'm, I'm like, okay with it. Only only because there, there are a ton of Wi-Fi tournaments happening right now for Smash. Like every weekend there's something. It's like we're back to what Smash used to be just online, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I, the, I, quarantine from Alpharad and Critical, they originally made that event to fill that hole, to fill that gap. But now they're realizing that we, all these other tournaments are still running stuff, you know, like we don't have to do this. So and they're 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 noticing that there's tons of negative like, you know, reception to everything with these events because of, oh, a Sonic's in there or like, oh, this guy beat MK Leo or, you know, the winner would never be able to do offline stuff. And I think it's just making a lot of people angry. And that was not the intent or the purpose of having the online events. So I agree with the decision for them to make it a little bit more casually. I'm saddened that they're lowering the amount of events, though. Like, because they used to, they said they're going to have minors, but now the minors are, are gone. The minors so, are gone? Yeah. Damn. So there's well, only th- three more events now, right? I I guess so. I mean, I haven't talked to Charlie or uh, Alfred lately. I, I usually, all my communication goes through Charlie, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, but that sucks. But at the same time, I'm actually kind of hyped for the uh, quarantine random uh, characters thing. I feel like it can take a little stress off the people so they can just go in there and have some fun or whatever. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm sure there's still going to be people complaining about online, whatever, whatever. But it's just a nice weekend event. You're sitting at home not doing shit anyway. So, and it's free. So just jump in. You know, I'm, I hope I hope I actually get to commentate it because we get to see some, uh, uh, you get to see some, like, characters you may not get to see a lot or you get to see some matches you may not get to see a lot. Um, and, you know, I'm interested to see, like, how you know, the people who are good with multiple characters deal. Nairo is pretty good with multiple characters. Mars is good with multiple characters, you know. Uh, and then for the people who aren't good with multiple characters, it's good to see them out of their comfort zone. So, yeah, uh, we'll, you know, we'll see how that plays out. I'm not, like, I don't have super high hopes for it. And I feel like the community will still find a way to complain. But 
for the most part, I'm I'm definitely excited to see whatever we will see when it comes down to it. So, and uh, I just looked it up because I was uh, very curious about it. Uh, it's invite only, so it's not open bracket. Oh, it's invite like, only. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I just saw the tweet. Can, is it? Can you spot us the time for this fun event? I actually don't know the event yet. Um, yeah, I mean, like, what what day is it? Is it this uh, week? Is it next weekend? Like, so not I this ass- weekend, but the next one. Uh, I, I assume it's not this weekend since you guys just had a major, right? Last weekend. Yeah, but we also got the box this weekend and uh, the Searat event, the melee uh, charity event. Right. So there's a, yeah. There's a big. So there's a big one. You know, helping the reason for them to want to take this position. However, there is ten thousand dollars still on the line for a random tournament. So no matter what, even if you make it all, you know, random or items on or whatever, like if there's money on the line, people are gonna find a way to get salty because that's a paycheck, you know. Yeah, damn, it is windy outside today. Okay, I can hear. Uh, it. Yeah, it's very windy out there right now. So, also, man, you know, coming in from the quarantine series, if you guys uh, did not watch the last one, well, Sonic's won won the major, uh, which has caused a lot of talk about this last issue, and is it is should Sonic be banned from online events? Uh, I'm gonna say no, but I definitely get why people are are asking the question right now. Mm. so how do you feel about it i think it's a terrible idea only because it, is this because you're a sonic main bro no um okay. <laughs> i quit sonic and brawl bro and yeah all right bro p plus whatever hey hey come on but no it could be it could be literally any character and i will always disagree with it unless the character is literally meta defining which sonic currently is not it would be if i if i saw eight sonics in top eight then i'd be okay with it but that was not the case uh, my issue is that where do you draw the line? Okay, you ban Sonic. What's the next character you find? Lame. Okay, Robin. Go. You, you ban Robin. What's the next character you find? Lame. Uh, Pac-Man. What's the next character? You know, it just keeps going on and on. Where, where do you draw that this this line that you're just making up because this dude won with this character and no one enjoyed watching it? Like, like it's it, it's it's not just a black and white answer, you know? To just ban. Yeah, one I mean, character. I think that I think that this issue only spawns for if people are like picking it up and then doing things that they otherwise couldn't do you know like if you pick up like if mkleo picked up sonic that tournament right like if he he was down 2-0 or whatever uh, against sonics and then he picked sonics and beat sonics then i would be like all right this character is an issue online but uh as of right now yeah i don't i don't think that we are in a position to ban sonic i think sonic just he is very annoying for sure you know, and I feel like his play style uh, is very, very hard to deal with online. But I don't think it's ban worthy yet. Until I start seeing the four or five Sonics in top eight of people who don't even play Sonic, they're just picking Sonic because he's he's making the plays. Then yeah, but these Sonic players that are making these top eights are Sonic mains. You know, these are um these are uh, what Sonics who's been playing Sonics. This is Wrath who's been playing Sonic. You know, like I can't. It's not like he just picked it up yesterday because he's playing online. He he's been playing Sonic, so it. In a way, it's almost like ban the player instead. That's what you're saying because uh, you know he probably has secondaries, but he his name is Sonics, bro. He probably came here to play Sonic. <laughs> Can you imagine? So. You know, your, your name is Sonics. Who do you play? I play Bowser. Bowser, bro. Yeah, I'm a Bowser man. <laughs> <laughs>
With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, BetOnline, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. BetOnline has live daily Madden NFL's 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings your performance in the bedroom to another level. They've got the same active ingredients that are in Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. And since they're chewable, they work faster. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line. Blue Chew's online physician is free of cost, and once approved, your order ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code BLUEWIRE. Just pay $5 shipping, again, B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code BLUEWIRE. No, but like... You know, like, in offline events, for instance, you know, MK Leo has been winning a lot. Do we ban Joker? Do mm-hmm. we ban Joker from tournaments? Like, you know, like, it's such a dumb thing. Granted, I get why people are frustrated. I get that people are getting angry because they're seeing a Sonic win, who normally would not even get into top 16, top 32 in an offline event, suddenly finding, you know, success. And you know what? To me, that's cool. Like, let, let them have their success. Let, let them have a little, little bit of fame. Like, like... Well, I don't understand the big problem. Oh, the best player in the world's getting 65th because of an online environment. Cool. He's still probably the best player in the world, but he just can't play online anymore because a lot of his stuff is based on reactions, which is what the offline entails. So yeah. I, 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 I just, there's no ranking happening. There's nothing on the line here. I don't understand all of the upsets besides the monetary value. And even then, why do you care about other people's paychecks? Yes, yeah, like free. as the viewer. You're, I mean, you're, you're definitely just nerfing this man's paycheck, and uh, and I, I I would like to see some of Sonic's secondaries just to see if he has any. But the man the man's name is Sonics, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he came here to play Sonic, bro. He, you know what I'm saying? Like he had a game plan. I and I appreciate the fact that he is uh, one of those people who seems to be a character loyalist with his name and his character. You know what I'm saying? I don't like those Fire Emblem masters playing Cloud and shit. You know, you know, or or Marth the Marth true Marth. Or true hero king, and he's you know playing like fucking wolf, like fuck out of here. So I big shout out to Sonics. And I, I don't really like watching his gameplay as much as the next guy, but for the, I'm not gonna say that he needs to go away and get banned because his style of play uh, and ways of winning are working as well as they are. So yeah, and you know I, I don't I don't know like Sonics's backstory. I don't know how old he is if he's like a kid or something like that. But like it, no matter what happens. No one deserves the amount of hate players get for winning a tournament. Like, I don't, I, I, that's something I will never understand in any competitive format because it happens everywhere. It's not just esports, it's not just video games. Like, it happens in sports too. When someone wins and they're not popular, they get death threats, they get messages yeah. sent to them telling them to go die. And it's just like, like, like you, the people are this invested, which is really cool to see people this passionate about it. But to go off the deep end like that, like, people need to chill. Yeah, yeah. 
Black Yoshi playing Bayonetta. Well, I think Black Yoshi did actually play Yoshi for a bit, but then Bayonetta came. He should have changed his name out to, to just Bay- Bayo Yoshi. Bayonetta. Black Netta. I don't know. Something. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, bro. Like, he wanted to keep the black in there for sure. Um, Bayoshi. Does that I, sound bad? Uh, what'd you say? Bayoshi. Bayoshi. Yeah. Okay. Well. It looks good um, on the screen. It, it's going to work. Bayoshi. But when you say it out loud. Bayoshi. That's what, that's what it's going to sound like when you say it out yeah. loud. Bayoshi. Boshi. All right, Boshi. man. Let's get into these Twitter questions real quick. We have uh, Nebraska Ken FG saying, once the pandemic is over, are there any states that you have not been to for tournaments that you would like to go to? Uh, I can't think of a state that I don't, that I haven't been to, that I want to go to, but I definitely would like to go back to Texas because I want some barbecue. Bro, Texas that's, is lit. Yeah, bro. That's that's all. I mean, we're going to go to SoCal. We're going to go to NorCal. You know what I'm saying? Florida's going to have events. Uh, I haven't really done too much with Tri-State, but I'm like kind of okay with not going to Tri-State events. I kind of, I'm, I'm sad that, look, man, you guys are like the, the heart of coronavirus. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, not anytime soon. I'm just, you know. Okay. Yeah, maybe I like mean, two years from now. You know. I'll think about it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like we, don't, now. we don't know the future. Um, I've never actually been to Washington or Seattle. Uh, so that's like something I've always wanted to go to. Every single time there's an event that comes up, uh, like I'm on the list and something goes wrong. So I just end up like whether I have something I need to do on my end or the budget ended up getting slashed into the end or like it just never works out. So I'm really hoping to eventually get out there one day. Okay. Wait, what was the place you said? What'd you say? Seattle. Seattle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I went there for, uh, what was that? For poor priority and and don't park on the grass. It's pretty cool. It was a college town. So I didn't get to like get, uh, I didn't get to do like, you know, other seattle stuff i didn't get to see anything oh i mean I, i've been out there for prime too so i guess i have been through seattle for a little bit but usually but when i was going to prime i wasn't really like a, a sightseer so i was just staying in the convention center center area and then i went to um obviously i went to um the poor party but that was at the school district so it's just you know i would like to go to seattle again and just uh you know maybe see what that's like what that's about mm. uh so Tori went with me that one time. She went to go see the, the Space Needle. So that was cool. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. did, did she like it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's into space like that. So, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, that's that's the answer for that. Yeah, I just want to go back to Texas and, you know, keep going or whatever other events they hired me for. Uh, A.O. Mayo says, pretty sure this is going to be redundant, but what are y'all's opinions on the Sonic drama going on recently and Sonic himself? Well, we just answered that throughout the uh, throughout the podcast. So if you guys want to uh, see that, you know, what well, you'll have it on the YouTube. I'll put, probably put some timestamps so that way you can kind of just jump straight to it and things like that. Uh, Sagaru Mill Patel, big shout out to Sagaru Mill, by, by, uh, by the way. Every time I put the thing out, he always has a question. So big shout out to Sagaru Mill uh, for giving me some questions here. But anyway, he says, so in general, Smash Ultimate viewership during online events has been lower than the, their offline counterparts, even though most people are stuck at home. Do you believe this has uh, to do with the viewers not being interested in these events or some other factor? Uh, what do you think, man? I, I don't think they're interested. I think viewers just do not care about the online events. Or, like, obviously they do because it's we're still getting quite a amount of viewers. I think this tournament over the weekend still got hit that 20K. Um, yeah, I mean, we're still getting some some solid viewership, but it's definitely yeah. not It's not the same. Right. Know? It's definitely not, not by any stretch of the, of the name is it the same, so. And I think part of that is due to the, like, I think a lot of event viewership does come from like, you know, event notoriety. 
I think it comes from being on like a very highly viewed channel like VG Bootcamp. I think it comes from recognizable players in the top eight, you know, having the tops, the greats, uh, you know, people like having their fans in the top eight. Like there's, there's so many factors that come into it, but I think online versus offline is also a thing. So yeah, I think it's general interest. I think it's just what it is. I think people just don't, they, they're waiting for it to be competitive again in an offline environment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even, even the, I don't really watch uh, online environment or online environments. I don't really watch online ter- uh, tournaments too, unless I'm like commentating. And I also think that like the other factor is that most of these people are trying to stream. So if, uh, you know, if you're sitting at home and you're streaming against a large tournament, like that doesn't feel good. But if you're streaming against an online tournament, most people are probably like, well, whatever, my favorite player is not in the online tournament. I'm just going to go watch them. So I can kind of, I can see like it from both sides. Most people are like, all right, if I'm not going to enter the tournament, I still need to make money somehow. So let me stream. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he also had a bonus question though. Bonus question: If you have time to answer, TK, have you ever considered doing commentary critiques for up and coming commentators on your stream? I don't see a lot of commentators doing this, and I think people will be interested in your thought process on the commentary side of things. Uh, yes, but I just don't want to do that. Um, and the only reason I don't want to do that is that I don't really care like about. It's not like I don't want to help people get better. I think that you know, the the thing that people don't want to realize is that there's only two seats for top eight, usually, sometimes three, right? Not everybody can get up there uh, at the same time. Sometimes four. I mean, it depends on if you're going to summit, you know. But there's only so many. There's only so much uh, area at the top. It's a fucking pyramid, you know what I'm saying? And right now, the pyramid at the top of it is the people that have been doing it forever. Me, D1s, EEs, Coney's, all that good stuff. So I, at some point in time, we're going to jump off the pyramid, you know. And then that means that there's going to be space freed up at the top of the pyramid. But also, I don't like giving advice because, like, everyone's journey is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grinded very, very long and very hard to get where I was. Vicky uh, did not grind as long as me, but she still worked very hard and uh, and used her resources wisely to get to where she was. Uh, Senpai blew up immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different journey for everyone, and I feel like a lot of people will get jealous or uh, when they see newer people blow up that's not them. But also, I feel like a lot of people will um, will degrade or demean the work that the people who have grinded, such as me and AE and Coney and D1, uh, and they'll de- de- demean that because they didn't see that and they weren't there for that. So therefore, they just think that we were somehow lucky and just sitting at the top all the time. Um, we weren't at the top all the time. In fact, for most of Brawl, I probably wasn't even considered a commentator. Uh, it took until about PM into forward to where I started getting some fame as a commentator, and then I just kind of kept it ever since. So bottom line, I don't like doing critiques because, like, you should know. You know what I mean? Like, I, to me, at this point in time, you should be critiquing yourself more than anything else. If you feel like you're not doing something, then you, like, your body will, like, I mean, your body will feel that, basically. Like, if if I'm commentating and I feel like I'm not providing enough insight, I will shift my commentary during that block to start uh, trying to notice more shit uh, to Im- invite, uh, provide more insight. Or if I'm commentating and I feel like I don't have enough energy, you know, I, I wait until I get that hit, hit that break and drink a bunch of water and a Red Bull or something. Come back with some uh, some energy. Also, just read the chat, man. The chat usually has, you know, the chat's not the greatest uh, at times. There's some people that just sit in there and, and shit on you because you're not one of the top five. But there are some people that will actually legitimately say like, oh, man, that guy is wrong on this or whatever. Or, or this guy sounds like he doesn't really care or stuff like that. And then you'll take that feedback and um, apply it to your commentary. That's actually what I, there was no feedback threads for me when I was uh, coming up as a commentator. I just had to rely on the chat. So, yeah. Yeah, I do want to iterate that when he says read the chat, like if you're if you're new and you're upcoming, read the chat after, not during. Like don't do yeah, not, not during. Read it you're live. just gonna yeah, psych yeah. yourself out. 
yeah, you will lose all energy. And also, it takes really hard skin in the beginning to, like, you know, go to the chat because chat is not kind. It's like, you know those thoughts that people have the second they see someone, they judge someone immediately, and they just have a thought popping in their head, but they keep it in their head. In Twitch chat, they put that out there. And, and they're going to comment how you look, how you sound, what you said, if you flubbed up once, like, they will tear into you uh i also got i got torn into in smash 4 like in the early days and i had my own journey ultimate's been way kinder but i think anyone that's new into commentary they will get torn to shreds based on the smallest little thing so you just you got to have hard skin you got to get through it and you got to be able to evolve from it like tk said but yeah in terms of like yeah, you you teaching other commentators i totally agree with you that, that that's something that you would just not be interested in because the the, the competition is already high there's already so many commentators trying to get in the and everyone's journey is different like you could give a tip to someone that would not work for them but could work for someone else so it, it just seems like it's not worth it i feel like it wouldn't be good content for you either i don't think you'd get that many no. viewers I don't want to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to watch a, a bunch of low level matches and low level commentators. Like, I'm, and that's not no offense to you guys. You're only low level because you don't have the experience. But like, I don't want to sit there and watch that for days on end. No. And, and and a lot of the people. So this this is the thing. This is the, this is the bigger thing. A lot of those people. I done. I tried this before. Um, I tried this before. I I, I tell the story all the time. But I tried this before where I was going to give people commentary advice. So I was sitting in Genesis. Dude from Texas comes up and he's like, hey, man, uh, you know, I really dig your commentary. I'm trying to get a commentary. I'm like, oh, we're seeing you from. Oh, I'm from Texas. Cool, 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 whatever. I'm like, so we're talking. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, Texas dude, sick, uh, whatever, whatever. So a couple matches go by. and He's like, hey, man, if I send you a video, like, can you, uh, you know, would you watch it? And he send me some critiques. This is before my, my DMs were open. So I was like, yeah, sure, man. I was like, I'll DM you and then you can just DM me the videos. So I DM'd him. And then uh, I was like, yeah, just DM me, DM me the videos when you get home. Or whatever. He's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So another match passes, and he's like, "Hey, man, are you gonna like actually do this, or are you like, are you gonna be Hollywood about it and like never respond?" And I was like, "I was like, dude, I DM'd you first, and I was like, but now that you said that, I'm not gonna do it. I was like, and I'm not, I don't have to be Hollywood about it. I'm just gonna tell you straight up, I'm not gonna do it." And I was like, "Get the fuck away from me." So he left, and then like for a couple months, he had like been you know responding to a lot of my tweet uh, tweets and stuff, cause you know just trying to like I guess gain favor again. But nah, man, like. That's the thing. Like, I'm not if I go out of my way to do that for, for free at that, and then I, I try to do something good for like, you know, you, you know, a favor for you, and then that's how you treat it, then I'm just not gonna do that. So I don't do that for anybody anymore, you know. Like, uh start do your own grind. No one helped me get to where I was. I just grinded myself and did what I thought was right. So uh I can't give you the keys to success because maybe you're not funny, you know. Uh maybe um yeah, it's like maybe you're not funny. Um you know, maybe you're not as insightful or maybe you're just maybe you just don't have the voice for it. Sometimes you got to eat the cold, hard truth that maybe you're just not built for that shit. And, and, and that's what it is. But I'm not going to be the one to tell you. You have to come to your own uh, conclusions on that. And uh, if you feel like that's not the truth, then keep working on it at it until, uh, you know, until it is, I guess. And that's another great point that you brought up is that this is work should not be free. Like you're coaching. That's something that you should be getting paid for if you were to do it. So the fact that you were being gracious to do it for free i mean i guess it was a different time but yeah like the, that, that was just completely uncalled for but now i have a question would you do it as like a service like if someone came up to you and was like hey i will give you such and such money if you critique one only only 
Only if they're going to let me speak freely. Because I know some people are going to think I'm just being rude or I'm being mean. But no, I'm going to tell you like this. Yo, I, if, I, if I don't like your commentary, I feel like, look, dude, like I listened to this whole match and there was nothing that I felt like you said brought anything good to this match. And you then like try to blow me up for like, uh, for like trying to, you know, for like trying to, I guess being very blunt. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure I can word this better ways, but I'm going to say it whatever way it comes to my head. And if you try to like blow me up, oh, she gets so me and I pay for this and he just insulted me, then I hell no, I'm not doing that shit. And that's how the Smash community is, man. They sit and, sit and comment and insult you all day, every day. But as soon as you say something, now you're the asshole. So I'm good. I'm good. That's not a service I would like to offer. So that's fair. Uh, maybe yeah. one day I'll do like a one, I'll do like one stream where I do that. And then that's going to be like one stream a year where I'll do some shit like that. Hmm. All right. Oh, sorry. Last I, have question. A, I have one more thing. Jacob. Sorry. I just want to say for people just as commentary advice is listen to your peers. Listen to your friends. They'll be truthful with you. Maybe. I don't know what your friendship is with them, but like having having a good circle around you, being able to yeah, tell yeah. you what you're doing wrong, what you're messing up is hella helpful and insightful. But yeah, continue. Yeah. Last question. I was uh, this is from Wood uh, from Wood, Pushblock Wood. He said, I was wondering if the arms character releases during the tourney ban, would it stunt the growth of its meta uh, in any way or color in a different light and had been uh, or color in a different light had it been released in the offline environment? Uh, I don't think that when a character gets released really matters too much. People are going to all try it. Uh, top players are going to have bad uh, opinions for every character that comes out from the beginning. Um, there's going to be some top players that are going to try for a bit, go to a tournament, get slapped, and say the character sucks. There's going to be some top players who think this character is the messiah because they probably love arms in general. Uh, but we'll see. Um, I don't. It sucks that it is being released uh, while we can't see it in tournament, but at the same time, because we can't see it in tournament, by the time we get to a tournament, we don't have to worry about it being banned because it was too close to a tournament as well. So, kind of double-edged. Kind of double-edged. Yeah. I think in the online environment, it's going to thrive, because, like, think of it. It's an arms character. He's going to have long pokes, long reaches, might be able to camp you out. I think he's going to... I think the character's going to thrive in online. But offline, who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think there's going to be any stunted growth, because the entire meta, in general, is having stunted growth because of this. So, it's like... It, how I see it is when we finally go offline... That's when the character drops. That's when the new patch hits, you know? Uh, that's when people can start to experiment. So it just, it just feels like a new patch. So, no, I don't think it'll hurt it at all. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Preston said, look at Terry Bylas and Heroes Meta Growth. Yeah, I mean, there's literally, like, one of each. Uh, you know, there's more Terry's than anything, but, yeah, there's, like, one hero, one Byleth out there. And I don't even think that Byleth is even playing in Byleth anymore. So, big rip to that character. I still love her, but, unfortunately, the, the rest of the community does not. So, guys... Uh, that's going to be it for this episode of Hard Reads. Thank you for watching yet again. You got any final words, Aussie? Um, oh, I just remembered. Uh, someone last week uh, tweeted at me asking for a question. We didn't get to it last week, so I just want to okay. go over it real quick. Uh, Zodisus12 said, uh, do you think if Bayo was banned in Smash 4 during the last year of its life, would there still be a Smash 4 scene? Oh, he asked that on hard uh, on Blast Zone. But... Oh. Uh, no, because I yeah, mean the same. scene's gonna move on every time with the new game. So I think that it may have ended on a higher note, but um Evo twenty nineteen. Yeah, I just I just I don't I don't know if we would still be playing Smash 4. Like Smash Ultimate is just is is purely a successor to Smash 4 with some things that were improved and some things that were not improved, uh basically just based off the game engine. I think that the speed of the game was improved. I think that the, the combos of the game were improved, but unfortunately some of the movement options got taken out and that you know it is what it is uh but yeah i just yeah i don't know man like i i, I don't think it would have helped uh much 
it definitely would have had more male players complaining on, on the internet uh, more than they already were for winning everything. But yeah, I just I don't think it would have helped much. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Like Bayonetta, like it, it, it all it did was just kind of taint the scene a bit and make it so like it's always going to have like that that that. that negative spot on it uh that whenever people like think about it reflect you know even 2019 did happen that's that's not gonna go away anytime soon but the second ultimate draw hell when ultimate was announced smash 4 started to die you know like that 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 little trailer they showed with inkling that's when smash 4 started to fall so like and i don't think it had anything to do with bayo i think it just had to do yeah. with the people well i mean game. it definitely had a little something to do with bayo yeah like, at least, right. at least the way it declined that hard. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, once it was going to decline anyway. People were ready for. Uh, people were ready for the next game. So, all right, guys. Well, yeah, as I said, that was hard reads. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, this will be up on YouTube. This will be up on Spotify. This will be up on uh, Apple as well. So definitely, if you did not get the full episode and you want to see any of the topics that you may have missed, then definitely check that out. Or just check it out in general, man. Helps us out a couple clicks. You know, goes a long way here uh, at Prediction Esports. And if you uh, want to leave comments and stuff, make sure you hit my YouTube as well. Uh, I'm TK Breezy. That's Austy. We'll be back next week with even more stuff uh, for you. But until then, you guys have a good night. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.